0: Hello and welcome along to Destination Tokyo. It's Mark Shardlow here, nearing the end of our run with the Paralympic Games just about upon us. Seven months of chats, some fantastic chats. If you go and have a look at the 130 or so back episodes in all about 10 minutes, pick your athlete and am going to have a listen about them. I know from your messages over the last few months that you love a good story and I really like this one. I hope you do too. It's one of those chance meetings that's led to a love of sport. And a second Paralympics for wheelchair basketball player Charlotte Moore. Wheelchair basketball, as you will hear, has been very affected by the social distancing that's been required because of COVID. Until a few months ago, the GB squad were training solo, not together at all. They've had to work in bubbles and they've had very limited or restricted chances for any sort of match practice. But they're in Tokyo and before they left, Charlotte Moore, Charlotte spoke to me about being at a second Games?
1: Oh, it means so much and I'm really excited to be heading to my second Games. It's going to be a very different experience but it's always an honour to represent GB and I'm so excited to be heading out.
0: What are your memories of Rio?
1: Um, I have a lot of memories from Rio and for me it was just a whole new atmosphere and experience being surrounded by so many different athletes that are all amazing at what they do. Um, and I really enjoyed the experience, and we did well. We came forth, which at that point was the best we'd, we'd done, so I'm really excited to build on that this year.
0: How old were you when uh, you went to Rio?
1: Um, so I was 17 in Rio, and luckily had my 18th birthday out there oh. as well, which was an couldn't have asked for better timing yeah did you
0: did you go out competition finished or were you mid-competition
1: mid-competition for us so um we just enjoyed what we enjoyed what we could while we were there but it was a great experience
0: now you've been playing this sport for a long time haven't you
1: yes i started when i was eight um completely by chance and really enjoyed it and i'm still going now Um, and i just really enjoy like the team dynamic of it and things and it's kept me kind of interested and just kept going in it really
0: what was that chance then what was the moment that gave you a chance to take part in the sport
1: Um, I was out shopping with my mum in Sainsbury's and um, we met the coach who used to coach at the Coventry wheelchair basketball academy and he said oh would you like to come and try wheelchair basketball and at this point I'd never tried it I'd done athletics and wheelchair tennis and thought yeah okay I'll give it a go and I went and really enjoyed it and that was the sport that in the end I chose to sort of pursue
0: Did you know that coach?
1: Um, So his name was Paul Claridge, and I'd never met him before that. Um, He just came up to me and was like, you look like you'd be good at wheelchair basketball. Would you want to give it a go?
0: Wow, an incredible story there. And you've never looked back?
1: No, definitely. Um, I've just really enjoyed being involved in it. And I think kind of as the team's developed, as the years have gone on, it's amazing to be a part of it.
0: Just talking to your colleague, Ben, uh, he talked about the school experience, which he wasn't great for him. How was it for you, at school and sport?
1: Um, I think for me, I was quite lucky with the secondary school that I went to especially. Um, they couldn't have done more to help. They let me store a, a sports chair in the school office in case I wanted to join in with PE lessons. So I think I was really lucky with the teachers that I, that I had and they were really willing to help because I know that other people from around the same area as me who went to a different school had very different experiences with that so I think that um, trying to do sport in school as a disabled person can be really difficult and I think a lot of it is how sort of the teachers are educated and what they know about disability sport and hopefully that will continue to grow as time goes on so more people can get involved and um, be able to try sport from a younger age
0: That's great to hear and what do you think wheelchair basketball has done for you as a person?
1: I think it's really helped me just come out of my shell. I used to be very shy, didn't really really like to kind of get involved in too much. Whereas now I'm happy, talk to people a lot more. I've got to know so many people um, just from being a part of it, which is amazing. And it's took me to some amazing places that I never thought I'd have gone to and achieve things that I always wanted to do, but wasn't sure when. And yeah, I think it's took me to a lot of places and new experiences.
0: And I guess your family must be proud of what you've achieved as well.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think cause ever since I was young, it was always my family that wanted me to get involved in sport and stay fit and healthy. And they took me to everything. Um, like my mum was always helping, like organise it all. And my dad was the one that took me to everything, came to all of my games every trip. So Tokyo is going to be a very weird one to not have them, not have them there, really.
0: What about um, the last couple of years then, or the last 18 months? how has your sport been affected by covid
1: i think our sport has massively been affected as a team sport and normally training 5v5 having 10 people going up and down the court for however long at a time it's quite a physical sport a lot of contact and things like that and i think our sport was massively affected so from the very start sort of for the first few months, it was literally train on your own can't share a ball with anyone at all and in some ways, it was good because we, you know, we got to work on our own individual skills that may have been neglected from over the years. But um, it took a really long time, and even now, we can only train sort of when we're in a bubble secure environment actually doing 5v5 so it's very different preparation going into the games but I'm really confident with kind of what's been done and really happy with the how the support staff have handled it all and what they've done to make it all possible for us to even be going to the games and giving us the best opportunity to do well.
0: Yes I guess it's quite quite an effort and task to, to get you on the plane and to, to sort things out the other side as well with all the various issues that there are both in this country and in Tokyo.
1: Yeah, 100% and I, can, I would not want to have to be the one trying to make all the dif- difficult decisions and how you plan everything and what you do for people. And I think they've all done an incredible job the whole time through this. Um, so I'm really grateful for what they've, how they've done it and how they've handled it all.
0: And so uh, you, it seems to me that we're here today at Loughborough University, this is where your, your training blocks are, that you can now actually, they've found a way of getting you all together.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think being in this bubble environment and allowing us to actually, you know, be able to play five on five on court is just all we could ask for, really. Um, it's great preparation. And it's nice just to be able to play with your whole team again and be around, be around your team. Um, and it's really nice to build those connections with people again and just get used to having that many people around.
0: And do you know what your competitors over in Tokyo have been up to at all? I mean, have they been able to practice more or less, or is it the great unknown?
1: I think heading into Tokyo, you know, there's so many strong teams, both for the women and for the men, and I think all we can do is kind of focus on our own preparation, Um, but I think that heading into it, we can be confident in what we've done, and just go out there and play our game, and take every game as it comes, really.
0: What was it like finishing fourth in Rio? Because in some ways, it's a hard position to finish, because you you're close but you don't get a medal
1: yeah it was it was really heartbreaking and i think it was really hard to come away from that even though it you know it was a step in the right direction because the world championships before that we were fifth so to get fourth was you know that was a real positive but i think it was really hard to take that um but it's really been good to kind of fire us up ready for ready for this time
0: yeah do you think that is it you can use it then as a motivator
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think having that and also the success at the World Championships, all of that is just things to boost us and push us forward and just be confident in what we've been doing here and knowing that, you know, we can go out there and just give our best.
0: Well, Charlotte, congratulations for being a two times Paralympian. That's fantastic. And have a great trip. Thank you. That's Charlotte Moore from Wheelchair Basketball. And incredible, really, to think that he spent so long not being able to train as a group together many many months and all the complications there and also as we touched on the the great effort that went on for team gb and especially for paralympics gb to make sure that the entire squad have headed out safely to tokyo and uh, they're pretty much all there now and most of them getting ready to move into the athletes village ready for competition So a couple more to go on the series and we'll be with Libby Clegg in one of them with a really revealing interview about how she almost decided not to get on the plane. See you on that one. Bye Bye